Bonjour, Nicholas. Bonjour, Raymondo. How are you? I am good. Uh, it's the last episode and you're still calling me Ray. It's just, it's there, isn't it? It's, it's there and it'll be there forever. Get used to it. It's pointless me trying, even trying to fight it. No, don't fight it. Love it. Um, how are you doing? How's your week been? Talk to um, me. I'm, I'm good, yeah. It's been all right. It was a nice weekend. Um, obviously as nice as it can be at the moment, but yeah, it was good. I uh, shaved my beard off today, so feel a bit more naked. Yeah. How good. about you? Yeah, kept my beard on this week, so I feel a bit more fully clothed. Um, but okay. other than that, yeah, it's a good weekend as much as it could be. Uh, did some washing, watched it dry. That's about it, really. <laughs> Sounds exhilarating. Shall uh, we crack on with this episode <laughs> of the Little Pickle Podcast? And... Let's go. So, Nicholas, this is the last episode in the first season, first series, whatever you want to call it, of the pickle. The li- I can't even, I don't even know what it was called. That's I'm all right, it's only been six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try that again. The, la- the last episode in the first season of the Little Pickle podcast. Indeed it is. I can't believe how far we've come since we started. I know. Do you want to know? Last time I checked, do you want to know how many listens? <laughs> I I can't, I can't hear what's going on. I can see on uh, on Zoom that you've literally just really injured yourself, and it makes me so happy. I've just properly toe punted the table with my bare toe. It, oh, I don't know. It hurts. But anyway, um, <laughs> don't don't tell me we don't go through hell on this podcast. Schadenfreude for me. Absolutely. <laughs> Harking back to our first episode, yeah. There so, we go. What have we got coming up on episode number six of the Little Pickle Podcast, Ray? Well, we're going to share our favourite news stories of the week. So we've picked out a news story that we're going to discuss. Uh, and I think our guest is also going to be chipping in with a news story of her own. So yeah. We do have a surprise guest on. Well, it's not a surprise. We mentioned it in the last podcast. But we do have a guest on this show. First time in the Little Pickle Podcast history. So very excited about that. Well, you say first time, but Arnie was on last week. That's true. Arnie was on last week, wasn't he? Yeah. So second guest and better than Arnie? Probably not, but we'll see. Mm, okay. All right. Um, we've also got Karen of the week. Um, I've got a real life example of Karen of the week. And this time it's from a very, very well-known person. Oh. So I want to get your opinion on what he's done and what he said um, this week. And, uh, and then, yeah. And obviously our special guest is Jennifer Monday. Uh, aka Jenny Monday, uh, and uh, if you're wondering who she is, she she's the singer in our band, isn't she, Nick? She she certainly is, and she is Jenny with an I and not a Y. That's just just how sort of rock and rolling out there she is, and that's that's what makes her special, you know. Literally Sh- that. Should we should we welcome her into the studio? All right, let's get her into the studio, ladies Come and gentlemen. On, Jen. Jenny Monday. Hey! Well, hello. How are you? Hello, thanks for having me on your little pickle podcast. Thanks. That was lovely. That was Super good. Super excited to be here. Yeah, I can tell by the way you learned the name really well. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't know it either. So, <laughs> actually, maybe we just need to call it the podcast. It's much easier, isn't it? Janice, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right, actually. The sun was shining today, so made a nice change. Mm, did you get um, out in it? Uh, no, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I've been working, so yeah, I just had a day at work and then 
Yeah, I've just been doing bits and bobs, working all day pretty much, to be honest. But yeah, pays think, the bills. Do you think you'll be there long term or will you get out as soon as you can get onto the stage again? No, I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, if it gets to the point where I'm too busy, um, then, you know, I would, I'd always put prioritise singing. Does, does singing come first in everything, every walk and aspect of your life? Yes. It does? Yeah, it does. Yeah, before okay. everything. <laughs> so picture the scene. Russ is in hospital oh, and he hasn't got long to live, but you've been offered a gig the same night he's, <laughs> he's going to die. So um, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, Jen, Is that what a serious do do? question? Oh, God, depends on how much it pays, to be honest. <laughs> Jenners, as Hello. you are the guest on this week's episode of the Little Pickle Podcast, and of course, ladies first, we'll, uh, we'll let you go first with your news story. Okay, I'll read you out the headline. <clears throat> Here we go. A man who sent a woman he met on a dating app a picture of his penis, along with an offer to smoke ice, claims he had a rifle shoved in his face and was robbed of $10 when her mates showed up instead. Right, okay. Uh, wow. Got, got a little bit more detail on that? What, so what basically, happened? this guy sent was on a dating app. I don't know which one it was. Must find out. Um, <laughs> was on a dating app and sent a dick pic to this girl that he fancied. For, for any listeners that don't know what a dick pic is, can you explain that? I don't know. Why don't you tell them? Have you ever sent a dick pic before? Do you know what? I can honestly say, hand on heart, I've never, ever sent a dick pic. And that's purely... That is rubbish. No, honestly, 100% uh, I haven't. I can Shut say up. I haven't Russ. either. No, I can't, I, can't with, I can't with you. That is we... such rubbish. Everybody, you have sent a dick pic. I don't care if you were 15 or if you were 30. No, no the thing is, you have to remember, Jen, Russ and I are from a different generation to you where we didn't do that sort of thing. No. You know. When we, we fancy, yeah, we couldn't. Yeah, unless, unless it was on a Nokia. <laughs> not on a Nokia. If I've sent a picture of my boobs, you've sent a picture of your dick. Hundred percent. Jen, honestly, when we were dick. at school, oh, you couldn't. Mate. You could only send a text message. <clears throat> you might. You may be it. proud of your boobs, but I can tell honestly. you something for nothing. I am not proud of my penis. <laughs> so I'm sending that anywhere. <laughs> God. Okay. Okay. So back to the story. Anyway, he sent a picture of his dick to this girl that he fancied thinking it would woo her so that she would want to meet up with him. They must have arranged some kind of meetup, but instead of her, it was a bunch of her friends who ambushed him with a gun, stole $10 out of his pocket. And that's what you get for sending dick pics. I'm going to be honest. Nobody likes a dick pic. I was going to ask you, so obviously he's done it to try and woo her. Would it woo you? It wouldn't woo me. I'll be honest. I mean, I have received a dick pic before. This one? Maybe a couple over the years. So maybe I was going to say, surely and I don't a, a understand. woman of your looks, you'd be showered in them, Jen. Thanks, but um, <laughs> okay, it's <laughs> weird. Um, yeah, no, I don't don't like don't like dick pics, um, and I think it's a brilliant idea. I think go her, go her friends, like fantastic, punish hang on, him. Hang on, so you're you're saying that it was a good idea to ambush this bloke and put a gun in his face <laughs> because he sent a dick pic. Is it, should we have a dick pic? I just hate dick around? pics. Just don't do it, guys. I know that you two have done it. I know you have. Yeah, I've swear. known I you. I've known you for eleven years very, very well. There is no way that you haven't sent a dick pic, okay? And look, if you ever are thinking about doing it, just be warned because oh, well, <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, if that's gonna happen, I'm definitely not gonna do it. What what does smoking ice mean? 
I have no idea. I didn't even get that far into the story, to be honest, but we'll find out. Yeah. We're just focused on the dicks, aren't we, really? Yeah. Oh, Jenny's. Well, that's an interesting story, and I'm glad it made the news as well. It did, yeah. yeah. Found it on the Daily Mail. Nice. That's good. good. Good story, Jen. Thanks for bringing that one to us. No worries. Who's up next? Raymundo. That's me. Right. I'm just going to, I'm not even going to get out because there's not much to, for me to get up, is there? Um, I'll just Dick start the clock. Dick Dick. <laughs> Here you go, guys. <laughs> Imagine that. If that was just my penis, it's not. Um, right. I okay. Sorry, I'll just say Jenny comes on and it's turned to smut already. You know, <laughs> we've, we've done five other episodes where it was <laughs> no mention of a penis and all of a sudden. <laughs> anyway, That's go on. That's true, actually. Yeah. Jen bringing the show down. Um, right. Good story, Jen. I like that. Uh, my story is of a sheep that was found that had been kind of left to its own devices mm. for five years and obviously sheeps need their wool chopping every now and then so he basically i don't know if you guys have seen the pictures but he looks like a rasta sheep uh, all of his wool is like dreadlocked and matted together and i think it it, it weighed 77 pounds bloody hell i don't know what that is in like <laughs> modern money is that heavy that's pretty heavy isn't that it? that is heavy that is super heavy yeah, that is heavy for a sheep. Yeah. That is. Well, if you think about it, there's 14 pounds in a stone. So who can do the math? Not you, me. I think, <laughs> I think you can. You almost just did it. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Maybe four or five stone. Wow. That's, that's a lot so, of stone. Six stone. So his hair weighed that much. So basically just imagine this little sheep and like you can't see any of it. You can just see his little nose pointing out of the hair and you can't even see its legs on the ground because the wool is just dragging on the floor um i mean it first of all it's really cruel and it's not very nice but it's also kind of cool because it literally looks like he's a raster well a little walking dreadlock yeah so how do they know he's been knocking about on his own for five years um i i think i i haven't read too much into the story um <laughs> which i know um but I, it's basically been wild for the last five years so i don't know if it escaped i don't know if it bit its owner and ran off um <laughs> Right. So, so is it has it had its wool shaven off of him yeah now? so it's now it's naked <laughs> oh. do, do you know what like, i can't help but feel slightly annoyed about this because i can't get a freaking haircut for love no money my my head weighs about 77 pounds <laughs> i'm sure you know um, it does actually looking at it wow it's big, that is, it? i've never seen your hair that long i'm looking at nick on zoom by the way listeners i've got quite a hefty barnet going on i look like a lego man like you could take it off Look, I said this to you the other day. I would cut your hair for you happily. Yeah, and I said to you, unhappily, I wouldn't <laughs> let you. <laughs> um, it's a shame. Why, why wouldn't you? Why? Because, I don't know, she's never cut anyone's hair in her life. Look Actually, her. I have. Look, do you know what, Jen? If I'm looking for someone to sing at my wedding, you're my second port of call straight after Ray, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I'm looking for a hairdresser, yeah. I'm going somewhere else, okay? No offense. Um, no, but I, I, th- I think it's, I just think it's cool, the fact that there's that much wool that can... Because obviously at some point on the human body, surely it stops growing the hair. Like, why yeah. would, would it ever get... To, I don't know, maybe it would, I guess. Just rasters. imagine how much better that sheep feels now. That makes me feel happy. A lot colder, I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder, I wonder how many jumpers were made from that wool. You could, you could like, clothe a whole village of kids. Mm. Hopefully that's what they did. I hope so. I hope so. But yeah, so that's my story. So Nick, over to you for your story. 
that was a very good story, Ray. Um, thanks for bringing that one to the table. We've You're some, welcome. We've a couple of good stories so far. Yeah. I hope I, uh, I, I, hope I keep it up um, and that Me mine too. isn't bad. So mine is about a woman in Alaska who was attacked by a bear while she was using the toilet. Okay, so <laughs> this, <laughs> this woman went into, they were staying in a, in a yurt out in Alaska, which I believe is some sort of like, um, like tent type thing. Hut. Not, not necessarily a mud hut. I'd uh. say more like, um, what are the things the Indians used to, to sit? Um, teepees. Teepees. Something we've done like a few that. weddings in teepees. We have, but we've never been bitten by bears in teepees, have we? But no. this no. woman went out to the outhouse um, to um, go number two. And apparently as soon as she sat down, something bit her bum and she <laughs> punctured it. <laughs> And she went running back into her yurt and they went out of there, looked into the toilet and there was a bear's head just in there. Hang on. What, like a snake? No, like a bear. Like yeah, a, a, I know, a grizzly bear. Like but a snake would come up from the toilet. The, <laughs> yeah, but the, the bear was no, in the toilet. Yeah. I, I have blocked toilets before, okay? Use your imagination. Right. How did a bear bit its head up a toilet hole well what you have to remember is this is an outhouse so it's like basically maybe just a hole in the ground or like uh, a raised thing ah. and, um, the bear had obviously somehow got inside and bit her on the butt um and what happened to the bear afterwards uh they don't know she ran inside the yurt thing and they locked it and then they went out in the morning and they I were love the way prints. that you're saying yurt <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that's the right word isn't it you, yeah, you like, keep going went out to the yurt <laughs> <laughs> I, I i don't know but i don't know stop stop mocking me anyway um so yeah no you are you are right because there's similar stories here about snakes climbing up toilets and spiders but yeah no this woman um tried to try to go number two and, and got bitten on her ass for the you know for her troubles what's the scariest thing you guys have seen in the toilets <laughs> oh that's a good question i've seen some horrendous pictures of toilet bowls why are you looking at horrendous yeah. pictures of toilet bowls because well, i don't know which one it was definitely one of you two has definitely sent a picture to the group chat before of your own toilet bowl we all know who that was yeah obviously nick <laughs> and that was that mine. was probably the worst thing i've ever seen in a toilet i would bowl. say yeah mine i remember i went on holiday once to cornwall and it was like at a campsite where you had these communal toilets and in like three or four of them in a row there was just like different kinds of feces so one of them you had a massive log the next you had like little marble ones and then the other one was like a, a big stodgy cow pack kind of one i think that was the most disgusting things i've ever seen in toilets i'd say that sounds like what was the game show that um they had with the convey about and it oh, was always the like generation a generation game <laughs> it's like a generation game of poo you're trying to remember the different <laughs> kinds of inconsistencies um so yeah to wrap it up that was my story some woman tried to have a dump uh, does a bear shit in the woods well, if you do, he'll find you. <laughs> so, Jen, how long have you been performing with us? Let's, let's have a recap. I worked out that it's been nearly 11 years. It'll be 11 years in March since I joined the wonderful band that we're in, the DeLorean. 11 years. 11 years. I was 18 years old when I joined. Wow. And I'm 29 now. Does it seem like only yesterday or... Does it feel like 11 years? It, it doesn't feel like 11 years, actually. It, it doesn't feel that long, to be honest. You know, but yeah, no, it's been a great 11 years. But I feel like we've all grown up a lot. I feel like we went, 
you know in the early stage maybe the first four or five years we were having a lot of fun and it was all when we had the van do you remember the van ted yeah ted <laughs> we won't go into why it was called ted <laughs> no um, um the bundy bus i'll say <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it looks like we are going into what it's called Ted. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I know what you mean, Jen. Is like in the early days, and that was kind of like the early days of like the. That was like we yeah, it. we had a year off, didn't we? Do you remember? I think it was twenty fifteen. Yeah. And I think pre twenty fifteen, it was just like fun, 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 and then we got really, really busy. And then we were like, ah, like, is this, and then I feel like there was kind of this moment where we were all just like, is this what we want to do? Like, can we get any better? Or like, should we all just go and see if we want to do something else with our lives for a year? And then I feel like we all did that, didn't we? And we just went our separate ways for a bit like cruise ships happened. And then we kind of came back together after that year and just took it really seriously and like became even So busier. on that note, Jen, how do you, how do you find having um, all of your, well, I say all of your, most of your spare time taken up with having to do gigs and stuff obviously you miss out on social occasions you maybe your friendship circle has sunk uh, shrunk slightly because you know you, sunk. <laughs> sunk, you yeah. say that. i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it has definitely had an impact on those things um my friendship circle has just changed dramatically i feel mm. like i had a very like solid group of friends and then i just became so busy at the weekends that I was missing out on so much stuff that I kind of lost those friends. But obviously over the years, like you make new ones and, and that's all great. But yeah, it definitely impacted that. And also um, like relationships as well. I've not really, well, I haven't actually been in a relationship for about four years. So yeah, I mean, obviously COVID happened and I have been away in that time, but being in a band means that you aren't really around a lot on the weekends when most people ordinary sort of nine to five people have that time off and they want to spend time with their loved one and I haven't really had that but I'm not worried about that it's just something that is kind of the older I get is more on my mind you know yeah yeah, yeah. I understand and and likewise I have that similar feeling um, I think Ray was saying the other day he's quite lucky to have shacked up with someone who is in the same sort of line of work, mm. um, so she understands it. In fact, um, the girl I'm seeing uh, was expressing a little concern the other day when she listened to our podcast and was like, oh my God, when you start gigging again, am I like never going to see you? Nope. And I was like, <laughs> oh, of course you will, all the time. Um, uh, Jen, I just wanted to ask you quickly as well, you said previously about going away and working on cruise ships. Um, you were stuck on a cruise ship when covid hit the world oh don't remind me can you can you just say what the name of that cruise ship was <laughs> the ship i was on was called the carnival freedom <laughs> irony anyway and what, irony. what happened to your life when covid hit well i i had no freedom whatsoever <laughs> um yeah so we were sort of just doing our normal thing until well february we had everything was fine march happened and then it got it was approaching the middle of March and then suddenly Royal Caribbean went like we're like we're closing our doors like we're not like guests have to get off blah 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 and we were like is that gonna happen to us like it literally didn't occur to us that it might happen until the day before it actually happened because we'd heard about Royal Caribbean and then it happened and then basically we got put into a full lockdown and because unfortunately the ship I was on had confirmed cases on board which was really scary um and yeah we were stuck in our cabins around the clock um, at the beginning, I was stuck in my crew cabin, so I had no windows, no fresh air. Um, I could only leave maybe twice a day to get fresh air for a very short amount of time. Um, 
And then I think after a few weeks, I then everybody got moved into guest cabins. So we then had, you know, some fresh air by means of a balcony, but we still weren't allowed out of our cabins. All of the food was delivered to the door. Um, and it was probably one of, I don't really know, because I've not really thought back on it because it wasn't really that long ago. It wasn't even a year ago, but it was this one of the strangest times of my life, if not the weirdest time of my life, just that that will never, ever happen again in my lifetime. And, and I'm sure that's the case with a lot of people who have gone through this whole COVID experience in different ways. But for me, that experience was just insane. So I think um, it, all in all, we were two months in lockdown on our wow. own. It's crazy. Madness. Yeah. Um, just crazy. I was mad. To tell you what else is crazy, you being the only female in a band full of men. How, how has that been for you over the years? We've had girls come and go. Uh, you have had some allies over the years. but um, have. Um, uh, you know you're the you're the only one that stuck it out the only one that sort of you know stayed true didn't get fired etc um so how, how has that been really i mean it's been an educational experience to say the least i've yeah. learned a lot in my time um it's gotten easier over the years i think the first few years was just i think you guys have actually become a lot nicer to me because i think what at the beginning, I feel like you I'm were not just, happy about this. You were, you know, we could be on a really long journey, and I mean a really long journey. Haven't eaten for four hours, and we'd stop at McDonald's, and I might get a burger, and it would be relentless. Pig, piggy, trough, trough. <laughs> you're a fat pig, you know. And those, although I know, I know. It's okay, a joke. Can, we, can we? Yeah, just at that point. <laughs> Firstly, it makes us sound like we haven't eaten for four hours, so we're not letting you eat. And then when you do want to eat, we start ripping on Basically, you. Basically, I just had to learn. I just had to learn very quickly the banter levels of the band, the banter bus, you know, that kind of thing. Um, it was always, you know, something that I had to deal with alone, really being the only girl, because I would get called a lot of names. Yeah, and so may, may, maybe we treated you like another male member of the band when we should have treated you like a female member of the yeah, band. Yeah, but do you know what? I've learned to hold my own now, haven't I? Yeah, true. Yeah. Everything, all the all negatives aside, not that anything is a negative because I know everything was only ever banter and fun. Um, I have really enjoyed having like big brother figures in my life because obviously I don't have any brothers mm. and I feel like that's how close we all are through what we do and how much time yeah. we spend together. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And yeah, I know that you you guys are obviously my friends for life. And yeah, I just love, I love being in a, in a band full of boys, to be honest. And it's not because, oh, I love the dick and like all this stuff. That's, <laughs> but that's what some people think. They well, think, you wouldn't oh, be in this dick. band if you wanted that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go enjoy <No>. GALS. <laughs> but you know what? And in the past, and you guys do know this, it's been difficult if I have got a boyfriend or... Mm you know, or I'm with, you know, dating someone, they don't quite get it. They don't understand the relationship that we have. And it's impossible for me to try and explain sometimes. Because yeah. How do you start, how do you begin to explain like the banter and stuff? Because they see it as flirting and it's like, well, it's not flirting. It's just jokes. But, you know, that's, that's where it gets difficult, I guess. But I know that you always have my back and you always say, if he hurts you, I'll be after him. Yeah. Nick, Nick says it in like a... East End gangster <laughs> accent. Yeah. I love it when he says that. Can you do that for us, actually, Nick? How do you normally say it to Jen? <laughs> Hang on, let me just uh, channel my inner Reggie Cray. 
Jennings, come here. If he, I tell you what, that fellow you're with, if he <laughs> fucking hurts you, I tell you, I will go to his house and I will cut him. I went a bit, I went a bit Bristolian at the end. I will, I will cut him, I will. <laughs> I, I think you started Yorkshire you and did. then you went down to Bristol. It made your way down the UK. Yeah. I did, didn't I? Um, do you prefer it? Um, do you prefer the longer haul gigs or do you prefer like sort of closer to home? Um, closer to home, definitely. Because for me, the, the, the earlier I can get into bed, the better. Mm. And I know that what we do doesn't really suit that, but I just want my Sunday. I don't want to stay in bed till midday. I want to be up at nine or whatever. I want to have my whole day. Yeah. So I, I like getting home. I like getting to bed. I, do you know what? It cracks me up when we turn up to these weddings or these events and there's that guy who's running the, running the night, comes up to you, right, music must be off by 11.30, must be off, no more. And you're like, dude, like we want to go home as well. Like we yeah. don't want to stay and play extra music. Like we're here, we're working too. Like we don't want to be playing till 3am, which is what they always assume. Oh, the band are here, the band are going to want to play till two o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah, no, I think I, 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 Yeah, I think that's based on the the stereotype that bands just once they finish playing they hang around they chat up the women <laughs> they take their time unloading um which, that's true yeah <laughs> but you which, guys for nick <laughs> why what is this anyway it doesn't matter um actually on that note russ and i were saying the other day um that you know there's a stereotype surrounding the band about you know Oh, I get to play lots of weddings, so you must get with bridesmaids all the time and all that sort of jazz. And I, and we flat out basically laid that to rest and said that is absolutely not the case in any way, shape, no. or form. No. Is it the same for for you, or are you just swimming in dick? <laughs> wow, um, no, it's completely the same for me. I've I don't understand it. Like you know, you go to these weddings, everyone's coupled up, they're all in their lovely bubble, all having fun together. Like they're not, they don't care about the band. Yeah, they're but there are desperate. singletons at weddings who are desperate. Yeah. yeah. Obviously not that desperate. Well, no, not desperate to go anywhere near us a lot for some reason, but... No, for me, no, I've never... Like, I don't know. No, I can't say that. I think there was one occasion, okay, many moons ago, yeah. where I did kiss somebody at a wedding, okay? Mm. And it was like right at the end of the night after we'd finished playing. and that, But that was the only time that's ever, ever happened. Wow. And it probably won't happen again. I hope. I hope it does. To be honest with you, of course you. it's it been will. a while. Just yeah. got to put yourself out there, Jen. Instead of hanging around with us, because you know, <laughs> no, no man is going to approach you if you're surrounded by a group of handsome men like us. You know, you need to go out. Right, on, that's where I'm going wrong. Yeah, go and hang by the buffet and attract them over. <laughs> and then there's two that you're winning fight twice there because you might get chatted up and you also get to eat. Yeah. So. Oh yes. What was there ever been a time where I, and I think I remember a time or several times where you've been you've had guys being let's see overly friendly to you while you're on stage trying to sing or they're trying to talk to you and that and little you try to be polite but also try to you know tell them to do one as long uh, as they're not trying to take my microphone off of me yeah then everything's cool but yeah no I don't really get that a lot though do I I mean. I don't really get a lot of attention these days. <laughs> these days. Getting old. Days. Getting old, yeah. Now that the wrinkles have set in. Just for anyone that can't see Jen, they haven't set in. She's got a beautiful complexion. Thank oh, you. No, Jen. You're welcome. Thanks. Sorry, didn't need the compliment returned. It's fine. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, just fucking take, 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 isn't it? Um... <laughs> uh, Jen, I was going to ask you about um, the, the future in terms of, obviously, this week we've had the announcement from... Big old Boris. 
uh, about yes. events uh, opening mm. back up. Um, is it, what, what are you most looking forward to about getting back to work? I'm just looking forward to seeing people together and like just without masks and just dancing, having fun and hugging. And I can't wait to just like sing into a microphone. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't done that. I just can't wait to like see a microphone and just like sing into it. And I, I don't know if it's going to feel weird or not, or if it's just going to feel like it never happened. But mm. I don't know. I don't know what to expect, but I'm just, I'm just excited for, for all of it. All of it. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Definitely not excited to have your bank account filling up again. Oh, <laughs> I mean, did I not mention that? No, you didn't. No, you're, you're in it for the music and the people. <laughs> I'm in it for the money, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very, very much looking forward to having some pocket money again. Yeah, it is so nice. So you can buy some sweets. I can buy some sweets, buy some new outfits. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been really hard. It's been a very, very difficult year, um, but we're all... We're nearly at the end now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this now. And you're going to go, oh my God, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Oh, you guys are horrible for not giving me time. Russ and I both said two musicians or artists last week that have really influenced us and, and are the reasons why we are doing music at this ripe old age that we are. Now, this isn't like an absolutely exclusive, the, the two people that you name and that's it. And you couldn't consider anyone else. Obviously, Russ and I have hundreds of idols and, and people who have influenced us. But who, who would you say would be the two people that maybe got you into singing? Maybe you've been singing and you've discovered this new person that's really like blown your mind and has made <laughs> you really want to go for it. Do you see what I mean? Like, um, yeah, that is a difficult question. You are right. Um, but for me, the standout person is Whitney Houston. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love Whitney Houston. And I think I fell in love with her songs over her voice, even though she's absolutely incredible. But then because I loved her songs, I ended up falling in love with her voice anyway. But I just love her. I think she's incredible. She's an absolute legend. And yeah, absolutely love her. Uh, ooh, yeah. uh -huh. There's a guy called... Um, Brian McKnight, do you know him? No. no. He's, a, he's, a, he's actually a gospel singer. And I started listening to him when I was probably about 12 years old. And it just, he is an incredible vocalist. Like, crazy, crazy good. Like, in, insane. But by listening to him, it made me, like, pay attention to vocals. Like, yeah. harmonies and, like little things and little runs not that i can do that now but it made me pay attention and that's i guess that's kind of where yeah. i got my love of the voice you don't know just how i feel all right so jen that was that was nice that was a good a good thorough long chat about music i feel i feel like i've learned some stuff about you mm, yeah Aww. me too we've we've been together 11 years and still we don't know everything about you you're like, oh, no. an onion, you're like an onion that just keeps getting peeled <gasps> you haven't called me onion for so long i know it's because we're <laughs> gig for ages that's why <laughs> do you remember that time we were where were we newcastle and i put my hair up on top of my head yeah and you called me onion for the first time onion monday yeah, onion yeah. Monday. wow anyways sorry that was good times mm. that was on a ship wasn't it yeah that was good times you know, it's it's a great gig. It's, and any kids that are growing up thinking they want to do it, I would recommend it 
wholeheartedly and I'd recommend them give me 50% of all their earnings. But anyway, um, (laughs) should we do Karen of the Week? Let's do Karen of the Week. Uh, okay, so uh, my Karen of the week, uh, we'll keep this as brief as possible, um, but basically, Boris Johnson's done his announcement this week to mm-hmm. say the roadmap out of lockdown, this is how we're going to do it and what we're going to do. But three days before that, former Prime Minister Tony Blair yeah. published his own roadmap. roadmap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He said road Mac. He did. Publish his own return of the Mac. Okay, carry yeah. on. <laughs> Literally, he just covered the version. Just read. Not, not even for charity, he just wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah. So former Prime Minister Tony Blair published his own roadmap out of lockdown, complete with traffic light system for reopening different sectors of the economy just three days before Downing Street published theirs. So Tony Blair is my Karen of the week. And I'm just asking, why is he getting involved? Yeah, like, has he not got anything better to do than to do things that would... Do you think he still thinks he's Prime Minister? Yeah, I was going to say, does he think he's still... You're not, Tony, mate. He's like the Donald Trump of England. How so? I wouldn't go that far, but... Can't let go, can he? Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. He's kind of over it. Well, and and did and what did he publish it as if anyone's going to give a shit what he's got to say? Well, yeah. So uh, obviously, the, I I love the fact that it's got a traffic light system for opening up different sectors of the economy. Like he's really thought about it, but no mm. one's asked him to. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's obviously seen that the public are a little bit sort of iffy on old Boris and think, well, maybe if I start given my own solutions they'll let me back in number 10 yeah. you know what i mean maybe Can i come back to work yeah and i left my can't. cat here <laughs> um, jen yeah. what do you what do you think on the current um state of the, the politics in in england why would you ask me that <laughs> um i don't know to be honest i don't really i take it day by day um <laughs> and that's that <laughs> i love it that's that's such a great such a great response and it's it's uh, a much better way to be about it than me because it just infuriates me. Uh, but, you listen too much, man. I, I don't give a crap either. I think you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. And, and the, the good thing is, is when something worthwhile does happen, I know you'll tell me about it. So I don't really need to, to pay attention. Do you know what I mean? No, that's I true. Yeah. I won't even know lockdown's over until you tell me. <laughs> you won't even know that we're back gigging until I say <laughs> we're back gigging. Yeah. <laughs> Here's where you need to be on Saturday night. Oh, right. Okay. Cool. Sweet. I guess lockdown's over. Yes. Great. Yes. Um, so what do you so what what do you what do you think on Tony Blair? Should he have done this or not? It's harmless. Yeah. I think it's harmless. I think it's a waste of his time. Is it uh, a bit Karen though? Like he's It is so Karen. There's a hundred there's a hundred of these Karens on Facebook. What you know, what they would do, what they wouldn't do. Yeah. And the the roadmap out their idea of what they sh- of what should be going on. So I think he's the perfect Karen of the week. Okay. Mm. Right, Tony yeah. Blair, Karen of the Week. There you go. I never thought I'd never thought I'd say those words. Tony Blair, you are Karen, Karen of, of the, the week. week. Yeah, good on your tone. Karen, she's done it again. Cool. Well, I suppose thus draws an end to not only this episode of the Little Pickle Podcast, but the end of the series of the Little Pickle Podcast. Indeed. 
Jenny, have you? Go on, sorry, Ray. I was going to say I've enjoyed it before we ask Jenny because it's you and I that have done the actual full series. You just turn it for one episode and you just take all the frigging glory. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed doing it with you, Nick. Um, I hope Hmm. you've enjoyed doing it with me, the podcast. (laughs) I've enjoyed doing it with both of you. Have you? That's not. Yeah. And um, yeah, do you want me to come back maybe next time? Maybe if you gave me a chance to answer what Russ was saying rather than interjecting, oh. uh, as if you run this, <laughs> this show. Yeah. No, I'm See what I mean, she's turned. I'm up. really tired. Uh, okay, cool. That's fine. Um, Shall we drag this out for another forty-five minutes? And yeah, I reckon we can. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I've enjoyed it, Ray. It's it's good. Um, I've actually had a lot of um, a lot of people saying to me that it's really great that you're doing something creative. And that you've got a mate who's willing to sort of give up time and sort of do something with you like this. So I think um, I think it's a really good thing. And Jen, I'd love to have you back. I feel like the conversation has flown very smoothly, and um, yeah. you know, and it, it wasn't all just messing about. We actually got some serious stuff discussed. And um, yeah, I'm quite sad to to say it's the end of season one of the Little Pickle Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Little Pickle podcast with me, Jenny Monday, Russ and Nick. It's been an awesome season, season one. Season two will be even better because I'll be here a lot more. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today, Jen. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll be in touch as to whether you make it to season two. <laughs> See you later. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>